Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello, this is Isa. Welcome back to News Kids. I hope you have had a great start to 2023. This week we will be talking about Prince Harry's memoir, Spare. We will also be talking about why teachers are striking in the UK and about why China's population is in decline. Finally, Rose will be reviewing the book You Don't Know What War Is by Eva Skalietska. One of the main news stories of the year so far has been the publication of Prince Harry's book called Spare which was officially released on the 10th of January in the UK. The book is an autobiography, which means that it is the story of a person's own life, written by them and from their own perspective and point of view. In the book, Prince Harry has given his side to the story about his life. The title of the book is from an old saying that a first son is an heir, whether that is to titles, power, or fortune, and a second son is therefore a spare, who is there in case anything should happen to the firstborn son. The book has become the fastest-selling non-fiction book in the UK since records began in 1998 and sold 467,183 copies in the first week, according to the official figures from Nielsen Book Data. The book has been controversial as it is unusual for a member of the royal family to discuss their life so publicly. In it, Prince Harry talks about things like fighting with his brother, Prince William, who is heir to the throne, and also his relationship with his father, King Charles III. One of the most striking claims from Prince Harry in the book is that he was physically attacked by his brother in an argument between the pair that was sparked by comments made by Prince William about Prince Harry's wife, Meghan. Prince Harry writes that his brother was very critical of Meghan and described her as difficult, rude and abrasive. And this eventually left to a physical attack by Prince William. Prince Harry also reveals in the book that he and his brother asked their father not to marry Camilla, who is King Charles III's wife, as they feared that she would be their wicked stepmother, their own mother, Princess Diana died in a car crash in Paris. Prince Harry wrote that he and his brother were willing to forgive Camilla in their hearts if she could make their father happy. Other revelations in the book include Prince Harry claiming that Prince William and his wife laughed and encouraged him to wear a Nazi outfit before a fancy dress party in 2005 which he came under much criticism for. He said that his brother asked him to pretend that they did not know each other when Harry was about to join William at Eton College. Prince Harry admitted to taking drugs during his time at Eton and said that it did not make him feel happy. He admitted to having terrifying panic attacks before public appearances and said that shortly before speeches, his body would be covered in sweat. Another revelation is that he had a confrontation with his brother after the funeral of their grandfather, the Duke of Edinburgh, in 2021. Harry says that King Charles stood between him and William and told them, Please, boys, don't make my final years a misery. Prince Harry is rumoured to have been paid millions for writing his book. Buckingham 
palace have said that the royal family will not comment about the things Prince Harry says. Hi, it's Lovey here. You may have heard in the news recently that teachers in England are going on strike over the next few weeks. So what's happening? Teachers in England and Wales are due to strike over pay, meaning some schools may close temporarily over seven days in February and March. A strike is when a group of workers decide to stop working to try and bring about change. Employees do this when they want to protest against something they think is unfair where they work, like pay or working conditions. The strikes are mainly about pay, how much money teachers get to do their job. Most teachers in England and Wales had a 5% pay rise in 2022, but unions argue that inflation would seize the cost of things like food and fuel go up. It's above 10%. Teachers' wages aren't increasing by the same amount as inflation, so it feels like a pay cut, and as a result, many people are struggling to pay for things. The largest education union in the UK, the National Education Union, NEU, asked teachers and support staff to vote on whether to take strike action, and more than 90% voted in favour. Education Secretary Gillian Keegan said that this isn't the time for strikes, and said she plans to meet teachers' representatives this week. Her teachers are expected to take all reasonable steps to keep schools open for as many people as possible during a strike. However, it's likely that many schools will close temporarily as a result of the strike action. The National Education Union is required to give two weeks' notice of a strike to give schools and parents time to prepare. It's thought that for many schools, children will have to return to online lessons at home, similar to how work was done during the pandemic. Hello, this is Zara. This week, it was announced that China's population has fallen for the first time in 60 years and the national birth rate, which measures how many people are having babies, has hit a record low. China has had the largest population in the world for a long time now. Its official population is 1.41175 billion, which makes it the country with the largest population in the world. But the population fell in 2022 by 850,000. A 2021 census has revealed that the populations in other countries in East Asia are also shrinking, including in Japan and South Korea. So why is this? Well, if we look back at history, population control was always an issue in China. And in 1979, the country introduced a strict law called the one-child policy, which meant that people were only allowed to have one child as the Chinese government was worried that their population was growing too fast. So, millions of Chinese children did not have siblings. People faced huge fines or even losing their jobs if they had more than one child after the law was in place. The one-child policy was scrapped in 2016 and married couples were allowed to have two children. And that policy was updated in May 2021 when China announced that couples could have up to three children. In recent years, the Chinese government has actually tried to encourage people to have more children. The Chinese government is now worried that because fewer babies are being born, they will have a bigger elderly population 
which means more healthcare is needed, which costs money. Younger people are needed to work and pay taxes. Money, which is needed by the government to pay for things like elderly care, hospitals, and schools. The news this week suggests that more still needs to be done to boost birth rates. Hi, it's Rose here. This week, I'm reviewing a book I read over the holidays. It's called "You Don't Know What War Is," and it's really special because it's written by a 12-year-old Ukrainian girl called Yeva Skalietska. Written in the form of a diary, it tells the story of Yeva's life during the first few weeks after Russia invaded her home country, Ukraine, in February 2022. Yeva lives with her grandmother, Irina, in an apartment on the outskirts of Garhiv. From her window, she can see huge empty fields that lead onto the Russian border. We get a brief snapshot of her life before the war started: parties, painting, bowling. It's a vision of normality that is broken by the events of 24th February last year. After war begins, Yeva and her grandmother watch missiles flying over their home, and then, as air attacks become part of their lives, they are forced to find safety underground. When Yeva's apartment is hit by a missile, she and her grandmother decide to leave. Just before they depart, they meet a Channel Four reporter. And Yeva gives an interview that briefly makes her famous, with clips shared widely over social media. Yeva and her grandmother make their way across Ukraine through Budapest and then to Dublin, where they are given refuge by a big-hearted couple, Gary and Catherine. The book is written in the style of diary entries, supplemented by personal photographs, clips of messages between Yeva and her friends, and headlines from around the world. While three beautifully detailed maps help the reader track Yeva and her granny's journey, I really, really enjoyed reading this book. We are actually sponsoring a Ukrainian family right now, and they have three children. And I really wanted to understand better what the children might have been going through whilst they were in Ukraine and as they left. This book by Yeva gives a really, really powerful insight into what war is like through the eyes of a child, and I would say it's an essential read for adults and older children alike. I hope you enjoyed our show, and thank you for listening.